What if I told you the financial situation that you really desire is a lot closer than you think? Whether you're interested in becoming debt free, learning how to invest your hard earned money, or just want to take your finances to the next level, you're in the right place. The Plenty Money Podcast is for anyone who believes that financial freedom is possible. What's up, everybody? Cornelius Davis here. Coming to you today from Cabarrojo. I would definitely classify this as a special place. If you're in Puerto Rico and you have a chance, visit the lighthouse in Cabarrojo. Trust me, you will not be disappointed. Anyway, I want to welcome you all to another segment of the Plenty Money Podcast. Thanks to everyone for tuning in today. And for my local listeners, Quiero darte la bienvenida a todos a otro segmento de Plenty Money Podcast. Gracias por escuchando hoy. <laughs> okay, okay, I admit I had to practice that. But I have learned a lot of Spanish since I've been here on the island, and who knows, I might be fluid by the time I make it back to Atlanta. <laughs> we just have to see how it goes. All right, that's enough about me. Let me get to today's topic, and... It's a theme that I find myself repeating over and over again as a financial professional. And that's the importance of organizing your money. You know, money does not take care of itself. If you don't keep your money in order, then nobody else will. And the I'm not good with money excuse uh, doesn't give anybody a pass. And so today I'll be talking about what it means to organize your money I'll explain the benefits of getting your money organized. And I'll share five tips for putting your money management system on autopilot. And so when I say organizing your money, I'm primarily talking about two things. I'm talking about being clear on what you want and need to accomplish with your money. And I'm talking about using a system that helps you manage every dollar that passes through your hands. And the good thing about organizing your money is that developing that system is a one-time thing. Yes, you likely have to come back and make adjustments here and there, but once your system is in place, it's in place. And so there are a few different elements uh, of a good financial system. You know, the first one is uh, figuring out what you plan to do with the money that you bring in. And the best way I know how to describe figuring out what you want and need to accomplish with your money is establishing financial priorities. You know, money is limited. And so it's not possible to pursue all the things we want to do all at once. And for this reason alone, it's a good idea to identify your financial priorities in writing and in the order of importance. Putting your financial priorities in writing is a good exercise because it forces you to think ahead and plan, you know, which is important when it comes to managing money because hope is not a strategy. Planning is really the only hope you have. And so instead of going from emergency to emergency, you know, you can give yourself a break by simply planning a little bit better. 
You know, for example, why wait until Christmas season to figure out how you're going to buy gifts when you can be setting money aside for Christmas all year long? Or why wait until your vehicle registration is due to figure out how you're going to pay for it when you could be setting money aside all year long for that purpose? The second element of a good financial system is establishing spending plans. Now, I have talked to people who get upset about uh, the concept of budgeting. You know, they tell, they, they tell me, hey, look, I don't need the budget to tell me what to do with my money. And, you know, OK, I hear you, you know, but your budget isn't telling you what to do with your money. You're making that decision. What your budget does is paint a financial picture for you. And then you can look at that picture and determine whether or not you like what you see, you know, like it or not. If you're going to organize your money, you will need to rely on spending plans. The third element of organizing your money are your money management systems. You know, what's your budgeting cycle? Uh, do you plan to spend on a biweekly basis or do you plan to spend it on a monthly basis? You know, how do you go about keeping track of money that you're setting aside for specific obligations? Uh, you know, how do you make sure your bills are paid on, on time? You know, how do you see to it that money is going towards your highest financial priorities? You know, all these things make up your overall money management system. And so those are the three elements of organizing your money. But now I want to share five tips for putting your finances on autopilot so that you always stay ahead of the game. Number one, think about your overall financial situation and identify the things that you want or need to do. You know, for example, let's say a couple is planning a wedding or uh, someone desires to purchase a home, you know, thinking about the things that you want and need to do ahead of time helps you to prioritize things uh, in order of importance. And once you figure out what it is that you want and need to do, then the next step is assigning a specific dollar amount to each one of those things or a couple of those things or one of those things, depending on how much it might cost. The second thing you want to do is create a spending plan. If you have not done that already, you know, do you know how much money you have left over after all your obligations are paid? You know, are you allocating a specific amount of money toward uh, the financial priorities that you identified each time you get paid? Are you able to trace and know where your last paycheck went? Uh, if your answer is no to any of these questions, that's a good reason for developing uh, a spending plan. Number three, digitize your banking. You know, the more electronic transactions that you can make, the better. You know, for example, it, it makes record keeping easier. Uh, it's less time consuming, which makes it less of a chore. And it's convenient. You know, you can do it anytime you want. And so things like setting up direct deposits, setting up automatic savings allotments, uh, automatic bill pay, online bill pay, uh, all of those things are convenient ways of handling your uh, banking transactions. Number four, keep your money segregated. You know, it's never a good idea to keep savings or money that's designated for a specific purpose 
in the same account with money that's going to be spent. You know, not only does savings have to be uh, separated from regular money, but it's also a good idea to set up sub accounts for money that's being saved for a specific purpose. You know, for example, money for the vacation that you're planning should be kept in a vacation account. Uh, money that you're setting aside for a down payment for your next vehicle should be kept in a down payment account. You know, those sub accounts are helpful with keeping your money separated and letting you know how much you have at all times. Number five, systemize how you make sure your money goes where it's supposed to go. You know, for example, uh, when payday comes and there's money in your account, uh, the first thing you should reach for is your spending plan to see where that money is supposed to go. And once you develop your routine for how you go about this, you know, make it a habit. And that way you become used to doing it the same way every time. And that's all I have today. Uh, hopefully you got something useful from this segment. I made sure it was a short one because I'm trying to get back over here to this lighthouse. If you have any questions, you can reach out to me at contact at CorneliusDavisJr.com. As always, I thank you all for tuning in. Have a great week. When it comes to taking your finances to the next level, surrounding yourself with like-minded people provides a tremendous boost. Being able to share ideas, receive encouragement, and leverage opportunity increases your chances of financial success. I created the Personal Economy Community to provide a virtual location for people to connect with others on similar financial journeys. If you're interested in improving your finances in any way, the personal economy community is the place you want to be. That's personaleconomy.com. Personal, E-C-O-N-O-M-E dot com.